Busy day today, Hills. Let's get straight into it. Thanks to the uh, all-electric Kia EV6 GT supercar. It's the pinnacle of engineering, the Kia EV6 GT, the most powerful Kia ever crafted. And uh, Brett Phillips. Oh, mate, how's it going? It's uh, it, it, it's very, very exciting at the moment with Sitsipas still going because he's one of my faves. He, he was good last night, uh, Paddy. He got the job done against a, yeah, a player that you know, we're going to put a little asterisk next to, follow his journey this year, Yangichi Lehechka of the Czech Republic, who uh, has really emerged in the last six months. Actually, had some really good points uh, last night. And, um, yeah, since he passed, they was able to really power away. I mean, as I mentioned to you before, he's the best uh, player equipped in the field to take on uh, Djokovic, but we're a long way from that, um, you know, being uh, Wednesday today. But, yeah, I thought the other quarterfinal last night, Victoria Azarenka made a bit of a statement. Um, mm. Gee, it's a real uh, sort of you know um, walk down memory lane with uh, Vika uh, back in the semi-finals for the first time in a decade, where she, you know, she dominated when she won those two Australian Opens. World number one. She, I mean, people were predicting back then that she might go on to win. Uh, 10, 15 majors. She was uh, a great talent and it didn't pan out that way in the tough uh, Serena Williams era, but she has still got the fire to play and last night absolutely brilliant. Uh, a very popular win on Rod Laver Arena and who knows how far she can go. 33 years of age, been a little while since uh, someone beyond 30 has won a major. Mm. What did you make of Ryback and his uh, victory over Ostapenko, Brett? Well, it's you just like her game. I mean, she's she's sort of like yeah, the quiet assassin. You know, she's just uh, up the end of the court, <clears throat> up against a player who, you know, there's always a lot of drama going on with Elena Ostapenko. The facial expressions, questioning line calls, looking at her player box, uh, throwing her arms in the air. There's always plenty going on there. And he's right back in her, just controlling her. In you know, she's got a, a massive serve in women's tennis. It's huge. She's big off the ground. She's uh, she's just a really tough player to play, and I think you know having won Wimbledon and now she goes deep here, the belief keeps uh, building for her, and you know it's been a nice steady build because she was top thirty, top twenty. Uh, clearly, if those, those Wimbledon points had accounted, she would have been a lot higher. Uh, but yeah, maybe you know certainly in trying to predict the last week or so with the women's draw, she's one that we probably underestimated uh, mm-hmm. with her ranking being where it was, uh, and, you know, with the amount of women's seeds that have uh, fallen, you know, she almost puts herself as top billing, although I've still got Savalenka for mine as uh, the player to beat. But, yeah, I think, uh, you know, if we got a if we got a Savalenka right back in the final, that would be that would be something else. Right, eh? Gee, I tell you what, I was watching some of that match, and I, I could, couldn't stop myself take my mind back to playing Ostapenko as a kid when you had to call your own lines. How bad would she be? <laughs> yeah. I know, I know. You're sort of thinking during that match, I mean, Yelena, is it, I mean, is it distracting her? I mean, just, you know, get on with it. It is what it is. Uh, yeah, she doesn't believe in the line-calling system. Well, it is quite funny. I don't know if this was called... I don't know if this made any news yesterday, because the opening match of the day on Rod Laver Arena featured the two uh, Townsville products, uh, J.P. Smith and Lizette Cabrera, in the mixed doubles. Yeah. The opening point, the serve actually landed, and the electronic line calling called it out. It clearly landed in the service box. It was in the middle and of the service box. Amused... Yeah, much to everyone's amusement, um, yeah, they've had to go upstairs, 
the chair umpires looks at, you know, unfortunately we've got an issue here uh, with the line calling system. It had to reset itself. So then <laughs> the players would be thinking, well, is this really 100% foolproof? Mm. Uh, that was yeah. it was a bizarre way to start the day. Hey, just quickly, we'll talk about tonight in, in just a moment, but the Sitsa Pass, there was a, a, a nastyish finish, wasn't there? He, he, he smacked the ball into the hoarding, didn't he? And wasn't all that far away from a ball boy, from what I understand, and that would have been automatic default, wouldn't it? Yeah, well, absolutely. Uh, with what happened with Djokovic at the US Open yeah. back a few years ago, and, and it is a much cleaner court now because there's no lines people, so it's just the ball kids. Uh, and look, it's yeah, I mean the players, you know, have got to be conscious of this stuff. They they actually share the court with other people, ball boys, uh, a chair umpire. There's, you know, people on the periphery of the court, uh, court services people. And, look, you know, it's high-level pressure, sport frustration. I understand all that. Uh, but, yeah, it, it, and it had, would have had to have been an automatic default. I mean, you could not have argued that. They just simply can't be uh, um, impeding people who are part of the game with them. Uh, so, yeah, luckily for Stefanos, it didn't result in the ball, uh, ball kid being struck uh, directly uh, last night. And... Yeah, I mean, he played such, you know, terrific tennis and the, the guys left in the draw, he is the one that maybe, just maybe, might be able to crack uh, Djokovic, even though I think it's a long shot, the way Novak's playing. So, yeah, that could have been pretty costly. Because who's he up against next? Rublev tonight. Oh, who? Sitsipas Rublev? No, 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 Joker's got Rublev Yeah, tonight. no, who, who's um, Sitsipas got next? Hutchinov. Yeah, it is Hutchinoff, isn't Hutchinoff. it? Hutchinoff. Yeah, Paddy no, and I have just been saying yeah, special, now, you know, silent K, we went. We need we to call sure. on your expertise <laughs> here. So do we call him Karen Hutchinoff? So we say the K in his Christian name, but we don't say the K in his surname. That is correct. That okay. is correct. All right. It's very rare. It's very rare. Well, I've discovered over the years that uh, tennis players' names, the way they're read, is rarely the way they're spoken. Yeah. <laughs> I've learned a couple of harsh lessons uh, in that regard. I mean, even young Yuri Leheshka last night is actually Yish Leheshka. I mean, but that, the, the only way you'd actually discover that is um, either through the, the, the websites are pretty good now, or just some intel being close to the ground. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, because I know, it blows you away. Think, you Steph- think you've got that one under control? Well, there's a different version. Yeah, Stefanos in his post-match interview called him Yiri. So he, he's mm. he's got work to do, talking to Mrs. <laughs> Laheshka. Um, yeah, so what are you looking forward to today, mate? Yeah, some uh, some really good matches. I'm actually looking forward to the All-American battle. Uh, ben Shelton, we've been talking about mm. him, and Tommy Ball. That'll be... Yeah, during the day on Rod Laver Arena, Shelton, his first time, well, I think it'll be Tommy Ball's first time onto the main court as well. So, yeah, one surprise American semi-finalist. Tommy Ball's the more experienced. He's been around longer and, you know, ranking uh, into the 30s now, well coached, and, and Ben's been obviously the breakout of the last six months. But, you know, could he beat Tommy Ball? Absolutely, the level of tennis that he's playing. But Tommy Ball's a, a really aggressive uh, ball striker. So, they're going to try and out-hit each other, but Shelton's got a nice little change-up as well. He loves playing the drop shot and got some good variance. So that's, I'm really looking forward to that match. I think that could be uh, a, a real ding-dong battle that might go four or five sets uh, today. And Joker and Rublev uh, tonight? Well, uh, I mean, if, if, if Monday night's anything to go by, uh, it, it could be a real nightmare for Andre. Uh, is Andre a better player than Alex Dimonor? Clearly. Um, 
but I still feel like there's a you know, there's a gap between Djokovic and and Rublev who's sitting around that you know mid area of the top ten. A bit like Jessica Bagula uh, last night. I mean, uh, it's the quarterfinal curse for Bagula, and Andre's hoping to reverse that seventh time in a quarterfinal. And he's come up against some really good players in the past that haven't allowed him to get past uh, this stage, and he's up against arguably the greatest of all time. So he's a little stiff, uh, Rublev, but if yeah, Djokovic is in that sort of mood, um, I can't see Rublev going toe-to-toe the whole journey with him. Brilliant. Thank good you, mate. Night, we know that you're always frantic at this hour of the morning. Uh, love to chat. We'll talk to you later in the week. Thanks, Brett. Thank you, guys.